National Veterinary Technicians Week is October 16th through 22nd. This week's theme, resilience is the heart of veterinary medicine. This week, we're going to talk about the great things that vet techs do, how you can celebrate them this special week and this time of year, and why resilience is a topic that we need to talk more about this week on The Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to The Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And this week, Viewfinders, I'm proud to announce that this isn't such a tough topic. This is one of celebration, recognition, and adulation for those people that are truly the heart of veterinary medicine. Before we talk about those people who you know who you are because you're a vet tech and you work out there and you give all that you can, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward, but the superstar of the show is... I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And happy National Veterinary Technician Week. Yay, it's my favorite week. It is. And, and let's talk a little bit about the history of this because, Becky, you know, this is one of those times in vet medicine that we set aside to celebrate and maybe talk a little bit about, you know, how this came about, why this is important. I mean, you, you've you been, you know, an instrumental person, you know, the part of this movement, but but also explain why it's important to to. I think, point out what veterinary technicians do. And again, we're talking about licensed and, and registered credentialed vet techs. Right. Yeah. So I, I well, I don't want to uh, take too much credit. I think the biggest thing I've been able to do is use our platform and the platforms that I have um, and also cookie cakes to celebrate <laughs> the veterinary technicians and to remind people that this is veterinary technician week, that we should be celebrating our, our technicians. Um, I think, you know, historically, just in general, we think about the National Association of Veterinary Technicians. They were established back in the late 80s. I mean, veterinary technicians are not new. Um, uh, as I always say, not a consolation prize. Right. We're an amazing profession, and we're very proud to do so, and we play a very important role. Um, and, you know, this week comes with, you know, some controversies and questions and and dilutions of uh, celebration in the terms related to veterinary technician. But above that and within that, it is an opportunity to celebrate what we know and is regularly referred to as the backbone of the clinic. So um, the ones that communicate between the front and the back, the client and the, the clinicians, uh, the ones that continue their education to be better professionals and, and better advocates for pets um, and the ones that do the daily care. Yeah, you know, and I actually like your terminology there, the backbone of veterinary medicine. I know that NAFTA uses the heart of vet medicine, but I kind of like your analogy and metaphor there also, Becky, because if you think about it, I mean, you are the strength, the core. You allow us to move and lift and work. And while certainly you have to have a heart as well, but you know, yeah. if you kind of think about structurally in a successful clinic, I mean, you're you're integral to that. Yeah, I, I absolutely. And I mean, pick, pick your organ and body system of choice, <laughs> right? But yeah, I think I think the backbone, you know, we just the pillars, I think we hold up so much in the clinic. We keep things rolling. Like no, but at the same time, nobody in the clinic can do their job well without any other pieces part. Right, it's just right. this week that we celebrate specifically the veterinary technicians. So I think 
you know, it's it's kind of like any other movement. We're not here to say no one else is important and shouldn't be celebrated. We're just saying, hey, this is our particular week to help educate the public about who we are, what we do, and to be focused on for the role that we play, uh, which is often overlooked. Yeah. And, and again, viewfinders, I think that's something we, we've pointed out every time we've done this over the last six years and we've celebrated Vet Tech Week on the viewfinder. And that is that this isn't to take anything away from anybody else in the clinic or to somehow diminish your role and contributions. It's just to celebrate this one particular group. And so again, you know, if you're out there celebrating this, I do think it's important to set aside the recognition of the credentialed licensed registered technicians, right? There are other times when you can do anybody else, right? I mean, we've had uh, receptionists on, we've had assistants, right? I mean, there's all kinds of other celebrations. Uh, but for us, this week is all about Becky, right? Because <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, it's actually a national veterinary technicians. Becky. <laughs> right? No, yeah, that's exactly it. It's never about diminishing any one role. And, and this is, um, you know, obviously the credential part of things is really important. We know that there are some states that are voluntary. There are some states where the title is not recognized at all. And so it can be used by everyone. But we know as a whole, when we're referring to credentialed veterinary technicians, we're referring to technicians, it's referring to credentialed individuals. Um, Veterinary nurse has been picked up by a lot of folks um, who are credentialed as well or saying Mm -hmm. credentialed veterinary nurse and things like that. Um, But in North America right now, the recognized title is veterinary technician. And that does, I'm going to just go ahead and say, heavily imply that you have gone to school. And I think this is the important part. Like if people don't somehow still don't realize we go to school, we have a national exam that we have to pass. There are oftentimes state jurisprudence exams that have to be passed. And we have to maintain our credential through continuing education, varying hours. It is you know, we go to the same conferences that veterinarians are at. We have professional standards. We are our own profession and we have our own set of, of regulations and requirements that got us here. And that's why we're proud of our title. It's, it isn't diminishing anybody else, but it is the insanely hard work that we put in and maintain and continue to put in to be the best of the best in our profession. Yeah, and one thing too, uh, viewfinders, if you haven't seen some of their promotional materials, and again, I got to give a big shout out to Hills because they are definitely doing Always. a great job at promoting this this year in particular. But one of the things that they're putting on their materials is veterinary nursing in action. And Becky, you mentioned that, you know, the fact that they're obviously terminology and there's disagreements on what the title should be and, and so forth. And honestly, that's not for today's podcast. But I like the fact that you are leaning into that that notion, that definition of nursing care, right? I mean, so I did notice that as a slight shift or a subtle nudge in that direction this year. You know, I've always kind of said that to me, nursing is an adjective. It's something we do. It doesn't necessarily have to be who we are as a noun, right? And I think that I've kind of talked about this since the beginning of the VNI, but I do see nursing as an adjective. It's I nurse my patients. Um, you know, I do nursing care. And so I agree with this statement in that in that effect. Right. I right. do think we're still kind of poking the bear a little bit here with the title. Yeah, I um, think so. I think so. Where we've where we've adopted the term veteran, we're we're just like digging in and saying we backed this title and it's too late to back out now. So we're still finding places to use it. And that's a little tricky and touchy. I mean as somebody who has been a very big supporter of a title change, I am going to still adhere to the laws and the regulations right. because I want other people to do so. 
Um, and so to me, it will continue to be veterinary technicians provide nursing care. And I and so I, I think it's towing the line a little bit in the title, but at the end of the day, the messaging is important um, and we need the relatability to the messaging and and they've hit the mark there, I think. Right, and, and the reason this is important to me, viewfinders, is the fact that we're actually playing for two audiences here, right? One is for our professional colleagues, right? Let's all celebrate with each other and sort of reinforce and remind the great contributions that vet techs make to practice. But the other thing is the public awareness, right? And that's why I think that using terminology like veterinary nursing in action, I think it's potentially powerful. So I do like that, Becky, a lot. But there's one other part of this year's theme that I do want to touch on because remember now we're playing for two audiences, right? Us and the world. And that is resilience. So Becky, talk about, it. you know, the, the theme is veterinary technicians' resilience is the heart of vet medicine. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that resilience is important in veterinary medicine, in life, in relationships, in friendship, in America. I think right. resilience is beautiful. As Brene Brown says, it is the antidote to vulnerability. Right. I don't know that I agree that it is the heart of veterinary medicine and nursing. And I don't know that I want to relate the need to be resilient to the core of what I do. Right. I'm not going to say it isn't part of it. And, and, and certainly without resiliency, I guess I probably couldn't, but I also think that science is at the core of what I (laughs) do. I think education, I think um, there are a lot of other words I probably would have leaned into. Resiliency uh, has a high click rate right now. It's a very catchy term and it's important. Um, I think the timing, I just, anyway, resiliency is important, um, but not to me, everything about the profession. Um, So I don't know. I, I don't know that that title would have gotten my vote per se, but I also think that, um, there are a lot of, Uh, people who kind of have their feelers out to what is really meaningful and needs to be heard by technicians right now. And, and maybe that resiliency message is it. And so it may just be what technicians need to hear right now. Yeah. And I think that's probably part of it. Viewfinders is the fact that this message I think is squarely aimed at us, you know, and, and saying, Hey, look, you know, we appreciate your fortitude and perseverance and all those good things. I think to the public, sometimes though, these could signal discontent, uh, discomfort, maybe unhappiness. So I like, I'm always like, I'm always like, I'm like Becky, I'm a little like cautious with these types of terms. I do think it is, um, you know, it is powerful. It is important, essential even. But at the same time, you know, is that the heart of vet medicine? Eh, yeah, I think that's a great discussion. And the fact is, Becky, we're talking about it. So that's that's why we're here. <laughs> that's what we yeah. like to do every week. Uh, I would like to want, offer one other little bit of caution around terms like that is that you can't think of resiliency, and I don't think, again, NAFTA does or anybody, but in life, you can't think of this as an excuse to put up with, right? I mean, you know, it's really not about you being able to overcome and fight through and and deal with. It's actually, you know, establishing boundaries and coping mechanisms and healthier, more nurturing workplaces, right? I mean, so obviously that's another tangent for another yeah. day. And if you guys have listened to us for six years, you've heard us <laughs> wax, <read> wax poetically. <laughs> but, you know, again, I think it's interesting when they choose these themes. I know you were not a part of this. And so, hey, we get to, we get to do the little, uh, you know, 
peanut gallery shots here. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, sure. And and that's just it. Is it, it, it people say you don't know, like I step up, do the work. I have definitely been there. You've done it's the never work. Never easy, <laughs> right? But yeah, it's never easy. And I, and there and again, I'm not criticizing. No, I'm no, no, commenting. No. It's it resiliency is important. I don't know that I would say it's at the heart, but I do think that over the last couple of years, it, it probably has been um, the heart in the sense of like, it's what keeps our people going over the last couple of years where resiliency has been really important. Um, but you and I have also talked about, you know, also the rhetoric, right? Yeah, and how right. if we kind of continue talking along those lines and sort of, um, you know, babying, I feel like almost in this this way of like, you know, we know it's so bad. It's so bad. Burnout. We know, we know like we're, we're, I kind of like feel like that we, the, the message needs to be really inspiring and uplifting. Right. Otherwise you risk like employers saying they're tough enough. They're resilient yeah. enough. They can yeah. do, they can deal with it. Right. So, all right. So we'll move off that uh, now. Uh, again, Becky, you know, I do caution also, you know, when we have these weeks, these momentous times, sometimes people think that, well, I celebrated my text back during that week and they think they're kind of done for the year. For me, you know, this has got to be the kickoff of the rest of your career. Right? I mean, you know, so celebration isn't just on your birthday. You want to enjoy every day, right? Not just the one day. So how, what are some of the things that Give me two bits of, of advice for, for people listening today. Number one, what should they do to celebrate it during that week? And then what should they be doing the rest of the year? Okay, so for me, I, I always say this like it's I don't it depends on your technicians, it depends on your budget. I don't think it has to be about big spoils. I think if you take a note and you handwrite a yes. thank you card to your veterinary technicians this week and you just say, I know it's veterinary technician week. I know you work your butt off. I, you are recognized. I probably don't say it enough. Um, it, it doesn't have to be expensive. It can be very thoughtful. Right. And let me just add on real quick there, Becky. I couldn't agree more. Like, I think that the we've talked about this so many times, the power of handwritten notes. I think that was something that I stumbled on early in my career. But Becky, the key to making it really powerful, in my opinion, is making it personal and relatable and real, right? Like, you just can't send every one of your texts the same card. Happy National Vet Tech Week. We love you. You go above and beyond. You're resilient. Like, that's just not going to work. You need to relate a, a, a real event, right? You need to say, gosh, you know, I, I'll never forget the time or whatever, right? That's what I think has the most impact. Hopefully that made a little bit of sense, but you know, you can't just say, let's send the same card to everybody. You really need to make it about that person. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, absolutely. I mean, like, I, I feel like that's okay. So I, <laughs> we, I always say like, you know, you work, it's not your work family, but I, in this case, I am kind of like, it is your work family, you know, and you're not going to send the exact same card to your aunt, your uncle, your mom, you know, whatever, like you do need to personalize it because it is personal and that will be reflected. So yeah, if you yeah. just sign a card that your office manager picked out and filled out for you, Right. Um, don't yeah, bother. Don't no, bother. Don't because no. I think that can be more harmful. And I know that a lot of managers and owners are listening to this and they're kind of going, "Well, wait a second. You know, I don't really know what to say to these people. What if I say the wrong thing?" A, it's hard to say the wrong thing unless you just say the same thing over and over. B, you know, if it's coming, if it's genuine from your heart, I'm telling you, it's gonna have, it's gonna land the way you you hope it will. You know, so I I really think people sometimes are intimidated by writing something personal, but you've got to overcome that because I. I in my years of doing this, Becky, the most powerful thing are those little handwritten notes that that they, people just cherish this stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, 
you know, I guess even if they don't, then you can at least say you tried, right? <laughs> right. Like, I'm not gonna that's a whole other problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like people, people are all gonna respond differently. And that's kind of what I was saying before in terms of, I don't know, what will your people like? Um, what I can tell you is I asked my team this week because um they all have birthdays. I don't know what they're killing me here. It's like vet tech week, all their birthdays are between September and November, and then right. they go into the holidays. So they're killing me, but I, I use we always do a um icebreaker question and on in our team meetings. And so in our team meeting the other day, I said, okay, you're on a desert island and you um, are in a position where you have everything you need to survive. So don't ask me for a cell phone or shelter or anything like that. But if you had to, if you had a door that would provide you unlimited of, of you had three doors unlimited of one thing in each door, what huh. would those things be? Um, and one of my team, she was really quick. She said, books, um, what did she say? Books, something else I can't remember off the top of my head. And then puppies, like it would put, she could put the puppy back and it would just be like, always puppies. The other one said blankets, uh, senior dogs and really good pasta. Cause she's gluten free <laughs> and she just wanted there to be like really good, something she couldn't eat. Right. Okay. Right. My, so what I did, so uh, I can tell you this because by the time this comes out, she'll probably have gotten it. But, um, I sent her flowers, right? Because flowers are nice. But I also made a donation in her name to the Gray Muzzle Foundation. Yeah. Because she was feeling it for the senior dogs. And so that was how I could relate what was meaningful to her. And also, you guys, most of you know, I put my senior dog down a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And since then, I've gotten three or four donations in kind in her name oh. from people who are meaningful in my life. And so I think donations in kind are really cool um, if you if you can be personal yeah. about it and oh, say, I like, that. I know that this is a meaningful cause to you. You you love the senior dogs. And so I sent this, you know, this in your name and we'll get one adopted because of it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and again, you know, this budgetary, you can do whatever you want or not. Uh, but, yeah. but it's that nice personal touch. I like that. Right. So Becky, let's get to the second part of that question was, okay, so you do something this, this week and you give them pizza or donuts and handwritten cards or whatever, right? Um, but what about the rest of the year? I mean, I, th I think we have to constantly remind ourselves and the world, how awesome vet techs are. Put the pizza app down. Put, <laughs> stop. Do not order the pizza. No. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I, but I guess this is just an overview of your entire team, right? This is the thing where we should just be showing appreciation and gratitude right. on a regular basis and being really great about our appreciation for each other because we do a hard job and, you know, it's like you, you kind of talk about like kind of the, the team meets and the debriefs when we have tough things go on and things like that. Um, the power of a handwritten note is insane, yeah. especially in this day and age. I think when people take a moment to just jot a note, um, and, and just say like, Hey, um, it's so meaningful. It is so meaningful. And, and, and words are meaningful. So, it's not just saying like, hey, you do a great job. Thanks a lot. It's things like you were so great with Mrs. Smith. And I know she can be a really tough client. And the way you handle her is totally unique to you. Yeah. And I wish I had a thousand of you able to do that. Yeah. It's something really personal and specific that says, I see you and I recognize what you do. Yeah. I think gratitude starboards, like people say they're cheesy, but if we're doing a good job with them, they're not. They take a moment to highlight and shine your team who goes above and beyond. But, you know, if it's simply something like, 
you unpack the boxes every day this week. You know, it, <laughs> right. it can be little, it can be huge. I don't know. But I think, I think the biggest thing right now that is resonating with me is make it personal, make it personal and specific to who they are and what's meaningful to them. Yeah. And, and Becky, just continuing that, that thought, don't be afraid to mix it up. Like these things do grow stale. There is a shelf life on a, you know, a board, right? On, on recognition programs and so forth. So don't be afraid to mix it up. And maybe this is a great time or an opportunity to try something new. Because I will tell you this, if you keep doing the same old thing that you keep on doing, you're going to get the same results. And chances are it's going to be declining over time. So Becky, as, as we sort of wrap up today's you know conversation, I, I do want to talk a little bit about Okay, there are a lot of people in the profession that aren't registered or credentialed or licensed, right? And I believe we've got to move those people to where you are. So how can we also use like National Vet Tech Weeks to to celebrate and encourage others, maybe that are already working in a vet clinic to to maybe take like an online vet tech course or something, you know, I'm just going to shamelessly plug something that you're involved with. But but how can, I mean, you, you see where I'm going with this, like we need more of you. That's the biggest complaint that we constantly hear. And so how can we move this refrain from just celebrating what we've got to celebrating what we've got and encouraging more of that? Well, in general, I think that more and more organizations, especially corporates, are are understanding that they're going to have to make credentialed technicians um, because they have dedicated, amazing employees within their institutions already who want to be credentialed and for whatever reason cannot be. So if you have amazing staff and you give them the opportunity to be credentialed if they want it, I think, you know, there's no excuse not to anymore. And I think it is one of the biggest gifts you could potentially give any one team member because the fact of the matter is, is education is priceless, Yeah. right? Our, my credential is not totally priceless. There is there is sort of a tag on it, <laughs> um, but it is something that, you know, I earned or that, you know, it, it is so important, it's so important and it shows value in the individual when you invest in them. And, and it shows you value your credentialed technicians when you help elevate other team members to that position instead of just blurring the line between the two of them. And you will have more dedicated, devoted employees out of both. And so there are, I want to say, 10, 10 accredited online programs right now. And then a couple that are not like mine up and coming that are working through accreditation. Um, I just feel like anymore, there's no excuse to not be... Yeah credentialed because there's so many opportunities um, and there's so many ways to do it. It's not easy, but it's not supposed to be. So if you're out there and you have team members, you think, oh, they're great. I wish they were credentialed. Like it doesn't have to be a wish, right? Um, investing in them is probably the best gift you could give them. Yeah, I love that. Well, Viewfinders, we want to know what you're doing for National Veterinary Technician Week this October 16th through 22nd. What are you doing to recognize those amazing individuals that help you do the work that you do? And they are the heart and the backbone and any other organ system that you choose. Becky, how can they share with us what they're doing during this special time of year? Well, you guys can head over to Facebook, send pictures and notes and let us know, but don't spoil any surprises. <laughs> and you can reach us at veterinaryviewfinder at gmail.com. Also, you can go to Instagram at yes. veterinaryviewfinder or you can do the tweeting at vetviewfinder. That's right. Guys, we want to hear what you are doing to celebrate those amazing people. Thank you so much for all you do. Veterinary technicians are truly the heart of veterinary medicine. And I can't thank you enough for making my career 
uh, just that much more enjoyable. And thank you to Becky for all the things and you do and the contributions you've made. And more importantly, just for your perseverance and and dedication into making the, the vet tech profession that much better. I mean, without you and people like you out there just constantly hammering and pushing, 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 I'm telling you, it wouldn't be nearly what it is today. Thank you. Thank you, Becky. That is honestly my pleasure. I, I take a big responsibility in, in elevating voices of veterinary technicians and it's truly an honor to do it. You do it. Well, happy National Veterinary Technician Week, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Excellent. I like that. It's a good conversation.